All right, welcome back to another episode of the NMD podcast with Dawson and me, Nate here. And we're going to be talking about some MV- sorry about that NFL MVP uh, favorites and candidates for this upcoming season. And, well, you know, the Vegas odds, they got some, some interesting players at the top. Well, not the top. It's a, the expected quarterbacks near the top of the list. Mahomes, Rodgers, uh, Josh Allen. Of course, you always got Russell Wilson, the classic, you know, put the whole team on his back for half the season and then fizzle out because he can't. Can't keep the world on his back forever. Uh, but I just wanted, we were just going to talk about a bunch of MVPs this episode here. And so I'm just going to go right over to you, Dawson, right away. Who do you, who do you like as the MVP initial thoughts? I, I feel like I have a, a good idea of who you like, but you know, if I was a betting man, <laughs> I'd be betting on Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> yeah. Would you, would you really? He's, I'd say he's got a good chance to get MVP for one. And he's got some good odds that you'd make a lot of money on a small bet. Well, yeah, because he has plus 10,000 currently in betting odds from uh, just the Vegas odds for him to win MVP. But you were just I've telling me before the show. A couple of years, Nate, and I'm yeah. telling you, I think he's the best quarterback prospect ever. Ever. Even better ever. than like Manning or uh, Manning coming out of Tennessee. Or like Breeze coming out of Purdue? Better. Really? Without a doubt. I don't know about that. That seems like you're reaching. No? I I don't think so. No, not at all. I don't think so. He's put up the good stats in college. He hasn't really gotten hurt. Won a championship. Whatever. Care to tell the audience uh, the amount of money you just said you would wager on – Lawrence winning MVP this year? I believe if I bet $500, it'd be a $50,000 payout, if I'm not mistaken. Do you really think you're going to see that a return on that $500? I'll, I'll make sure if I do bet it, I'll bring it up on our episode. Mm-hmm. You'll just, I think you'll just quietly not talk about it. because I'll let the fans win. hold me accountable to this. I believe in them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's going to get hurt in like week eight, and you're going to be like, ah, I take it back. Vegas is going to be like, can't do that. Can't do that. Well, it'll be worth it. Since he's at the very bottom of this. Well, he's at the bottom of the list. He's the bottom of like the expected, like the actual candidates to win MVP. I mean, nobody has Andy Dalton on a QB uh, MVP <laughs> list. So, so he's not even worth mentioning. So I guess Lawrence isn't at the bottom of the list. He's just the bottom of notable QB mentions, but I have some other names who, I don't necessarily think they're going to win it, but I just think it's worth mentioning. Like Carson Wentz, for instance, like, yeah, he's had a pretty bum uh, chance, bum time playing in uh, Philadelphia after his MCL tear, ACL tear. One of the two. I mean, they're both terrible injuries. Uh, Both. Knee problems and I think inner and outer knee. It's a difference between the two, basically, right? Or just different parts of the knee. Uh, Yeah, two ligaments. uh, So, but since then, he's kind of just had a miserable time in Philly. And it's not really only been his fault either. Like, I mean, the the line uh, getting hurt or the receivers being injured every year, it seemed for like two, three straight seasons. And I do think him getting a new start in Indianapolis with an actual uh, uh, viable offensive line and a really a lot better offensive line. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, that, not that this was the weakness. This was, this was actually a strength of Philly anyway. Their defensive line 
for both teams are actually still excellent. Yeah. Colts have a great defensive line, and that's how you win games, you know, in the trenches, offense and defense. And so I think we'll have a much easier time in Indianapolis than you will in Philly. Uh, and I let's put it this way: I wouldn't. I'm not a betting man, so but. Uh, if I was looking for like a dark horse MVP candidate to bet on, I might bet on Carson Wentz just because of that start. Or I mean, uh, yeah, the fresh start aspect of it and how I think he'll have something to prove in Indianapolis. And they're already a MB, or MVP, already a playoff caliber team. So, and I think he, I think if you swap Wentz for Rivers last year, I think what they would have went farther, at least a little bit. That's in my opinion. I mean, because I mean, they lost by one possession in that game uh, to the Bills in the playoffs of yeah. possession game. And I do, yep. I truly think that Wentz at this point in his career and compared to rivers, cause he clearly retired and didn't have anything, anything left in the tank. I do think uh, Wentz has that much of an advantage, that slight amount of an advantage that where he could have made a difference in that game and gotten in the dub. So I'm, and I'll honestly, I'm all in on Wentz. I mean, then again, I'm not a betting man. So <laughs> I was, <laughs> For some but if you were wins, but if I was, I'd take the plus forty five hundred on Carson Wentz to win MVP. Uh, and I just think it's fun. That that's fair enough. I mean, when he got hurt that year, he was the MVP favorite up until he got hurt. Exactly. And even then, when he got hurt, people were still saying he might be the MVP. So it'll be interesting to see if he's able to bounce back or not. Indeed, indeed. There are some other. Now, see, this is a. <clears throat> this could be a little bit. This is a. What do you call? This is the betting odds from February, late February. Uh, as you can see, number six. Uh, we still have Deshaun Watson listed in the MVP caliber uh, or MVP betting list, with some odds that are tied to Tom Brady for plus eighteen hundred to win MVP. I don't think Deshaun Watson is going to take the field this year. I think most fans would agree, even if he's found innocent in a court of law. He for all his allegations, uh, let's just call it sexual misconduct, because I think that's the general term for it. Um, that's, we're not even going to dive into that, the, the, that whole mess of a case. But the whole point is, even if he's found innocent, like the NFL can still dis- suspend him and probably yeah. still will. And most there's probably no reason they won't. I don't see and Who knows not. how long? Yeah, I mean, it could be. I almost look at it as a minimum, expect a year. You know, at, at this point with how I mean, many, I, with how many women and everything. And, you know, they, they do their own investigation. So, yeah, I know you're not very, you've had some, some bad experiences with that, with your Patriots and Tom Brady, <laughs> right? Your personal yeah. investigations, you feel targeted. Definitely some targeting went on there. Uh, Deflate gate specifically. So you're saying that Patriots were innocent in the matter. I think natural causes made the balls have less air than the required minimum. Is that so? I believe that wholeheartedly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's not dive into a separate issue here, but <laughs> noted. Okay. Moving on though. Yeah. I just mentioned Tom Brady. So you're not going to double down or actually, no, wait, 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 wait a second. Last year going into the season, I recall that you had some pretty strong words to say about former MVP Cam Newton and how you thought that he was going to be an MVP winner last year, or he would return to MVP form. Clearly that didn't happen. So 
And for the show, now, you gave me a double down type of effect on that. You're like, Cam Newton's going to do it this year. Cam now, I wouldn't yourself. say Cam Newton didn't perform at a high level last year. I think I'd more so shift the direction towards the cast around him. Yeah, that's what you're going to put all the blame now, on. He ran the ball well, 12 touchdowns. How many passing he, touchdowns? I think he throws a little weird, but I guess that's just some weird visual of mine. But I think with the weapons around him this year, I feel comfortable maybe making a small wager on him. Oh, you're comfortable now? You were, you were pretty bold and excited about it earlier. That is true. Maybe I'm not being excited enough right now because no. he's got two-star tight ends. He's got good running backs and a good O-line. I guess. What more can I say? Yeah. Some decent wide receivers. Decent, yeah. You know, you I mean? saw got a highlight. Aguilar. I saw. Speaking of Nelson Aguilar, Uh-oh. I saw a highlight reel from him with the Raiders this past season, where he made he jumped up and made a back shoulder catch midair, and I'll tell you what, it looked pretty good. It looked. Yeah. I watched it quite a few times. You're gonna base all your hopes and. Uh, I'm hoping skill to see analysis of Aguilar on one catch on one catch. Yep. Oh, don't forget about the baby meme from Nelson Aguilar in Philly. <laughs> Still better, a better receiver than Aguilar. Ouch. Problem. Uh, going back to the top. Well, actually I'm going to point out another interesting one. Uh, I'm hesitant to call it a dark horse, but we'll call it another dark horse. Matthew Stafford. Going to the Rams. It's kind of a, and the reason I mentioned this, it's kind of like a similar situation to uh, Carson Wentz. Not, not in all the ways. I think Wentz is a little more beneficial for him in terms of the line and just the situation itself. Like he desperately needed a new start. Now then again, in that regard, I think Matthew Stafford has needed a new start for eight years. So it's a little overdue, but, and that, so it is a little different because at this point it's like, well, he's played for, I think it's God. I kind of forget because it's been so long as a Lions fan. Twelve ish years. Twelve years. Twelve or so years of him just sitting there, kind of doing the same old thing. I mean, it's not a bad thing. He's always been a. uh, I just call him an above average quarterback. He would be. He was always a good and stretched into great, but never stayed into greatness. Like he never. Like I don't know. He always teeter tottered and good and great. I, I kind of almost think I would like I would hold some of that for him being on the Lions. Like, I don't know. Like, if you put Tom like I always thought this, if you put Tom Brady on the Lions from when he was drafted, you wouldn't have seen any QB development. You might have seen he might have been a better quarterback than he already was at Michigan, but the Lions stink. They wouldn't have had him given him any room to grow. From obviously that's another 10 years before Stafford's time. So when when Brady would have been drafted anyway, but uh, so you're talking about the early 2000s. That would have been a miserable time for Tom Brady on the Lions. Like they don't know how to for the longest time. They just don't know how to coach. They don't know how to surround a player, surround them with talented players. And so they had a few good, like shining years. Like and by shining years, I mean they had enough talent to get to the playoffs. The big difference in what you see from like a Tom Brady led team. So uh, I just. I've always been a believer that the team has never been uh, a perfect situation for Stafford, but 
then again, I sound like a Stafford sympathizer when I start saying things like that. And it's, oh, it's not his fault. None of it's his fault, blah, 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 blah. I don't think it's that because he threw a, a hell of a lot of picks earlier in his, early on in his career. And so then again, a lot of quarterbacks do. Doesn't take away from their greatness necessarily in the end. But I do think that with a more, uh, let's say it, I, I want to say versatile. I, I don't know how to ex- really explain the uh, Rams offense, but I do think it's more intricate than the Lions. There's more moving parts. There's more. Yes, he has, he has a, oh, he has some gadget players like uh, Cooper Cup and Deshaun uh, Jackson, right? Got Deshaun Sean Jackson, Jackson now, yeah. And so, I think I think they could they could have some fun on that team. And their defense is they lost some guys in the secondary, and of course uh, Michael Brockers to the Lions. But I still think they'll be solid. I don't know if they'll be as high. I know they were top ten last year. I don't know if they'll be top ten again in defense. They could be, because I guess I still don't know if I could name 10 other de- teams that have better defenses, but uh, they could be more on the outer, like, uh, or the lower, you know, 10 than, you know, high. Because I think they might have been like five or six. I kind of forgot, even higher. I don't remember what they're yeah, Maybe even higher. Was. They were pretty good. They might, they might have been the best in terms of the playoff, come playoff time, number one. But however, they rate teams on defense. I think it's just overall yards allowed. I think that yeah, yards been, is the number one ranking. They could have been number the number one defense then for some time at least, or at least two number one or two. I think that was the talk when they played the Packers. Or wait, did they play the Packers? Yeah, they played the Packers, right? It feels so yeah. long ago. Yeah, they so did. Long ago because because it was Ramsey and Devontae Adams. Yeah, it was the number one defense for number one offense. That was the whole spiel yeah. of that game. So yeah, they had the number one defense. I don't think they're going to be number one again, but I could definitely see them being top ten. They lost, I think, two safeties in a corner. Or and they lost the one safety to the Cleveland Browns, and they lost Brockers. They also lost a corner, but, I mean, it's not Ramsey. But still, I mean, corner depth is important in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, uh, and, uh, yeah, so, I don't know. I, I just think that with a solid – that's the biggest problem for Stafford in the past half a decade. No defense on the Lions. They just never have had a just haven't had a good defense for a while, and so obviously having a really good defense makes it so much easier to just go out and score without pressure. You know the pressure is like alleviated off your shoulders, and so no, I I don't think I wouldn't say Stafford's gonna win it, but I'm just saying like I like his chances a hell of a lot better than in recent years in the Lions. Now that he's on the Rams, I don't know. I mean. I feel like that's not crazy, right? Not not too crazy. I know he he consistently passed that four thousand yard mark. I know, and so he really carried the Lions team so much year in year out. And now with the Rams, with Sean McVay, and they have such a good run game. Like he's not going to be the focus, even even you know now going into the season, like. Sean McVay loves that run game. He's going to have probably the best O-line he's ever had. Yeah. The best running backs he's probably ever had. He's going to have the Reggie best. Bush. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that brief stint. An old and then he's going to probably have the best wide receiver group he's ever had. You know, he had Calvin Johnson for those years. But after Calvin, had that's why Pettigrew. he threw so many picks because he Brandon kept Pettigrew. forcing it to Calvin. Yeah. Hey, he now caught it got, most of the time. 
now he's got Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, and Deshaun Jackson. Yeah. It's unfortunate they lost that tight end, though. Gerald Everett. He seemed yeah. like he was kind of a young stud, like potentially about to break through. Who knows? But Yeah, and with Russell Wilson now, he could. But yeah. with, with Stafford, though, I don't think he's going to win MVP. No. But I think, though, that the team's going to go far into the playoffs. I agree with that. I could see that happening. Uh, yeah. I like his chances more. Let's just put it that way. More than some of those other guys, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, more for himself than in recent years. It's funny because there have been, like, uh, at least I remember at least two or three straight years where the headline through, like, week five is Stafford in the MVP race. It's like, but he's not going to win it in the Lions. Who cares? Let's get this graphic off the screen. Like, he's going to be hurt in five weeks because you don't have any offensive linemen. Like, it's like, who cares? Like, sorry, the salty Lions fan is coming through right now. But, um, yeah, so I like it. I mean, I don't know. I like him in uh, L.A. a lot better. Just put it that way. Now, moving on, uh, you just mentioned him a second ago, Russell Wilson. I, I did say this right as we opened the show. I don't think he ever has the stamina. To, well, actually, I don't think that's a him issue. Uh, the, the team, the way the team's built, it's it's almost like impossible to win MVP with the with the team at the way the Seahawks built with such a weak offensive line and a superstar quarterback with great receivers. Like you can like it's it's, it's a perfect example of it is what you saw in the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl with uh, all the offensive linemen being hurt, the tackles being hurt on the Chiefs side. Like yes, Mahomes had all sorts of weapons. Still probably had the best weapon uh yeah the amount of weapons on offense any team in the nfl for that game but it doesn't really matter if you can't have one and a half seconds to drop back and pass it like you have to you have to have time to throw the ball like it's it's just it's impossible like and mahomes is a far better quarter i think just special quarterback than wilson maybe not far but he is a more special i can't even get the words out I take Mahomes any day over Russell Wilson. Let's put that. It's like the special factor. He has the the it factor in him. And we saw that with the throws that Mahomes was able to get off without even being <laughs> not even touching the ground. And it was still right off, you know, bouncing off his receiver's hands. They Some were of them were so comical. Yeah. I was like, what the hell? Like that one where it's, he's parallel with the ground, but his feet are completely off the like it looks like a car or well, in a car. That's like and a, I think that was the pass that hit his receiver in the face mask yeah like crazy accurate (laughs) and yeah they won't catch it and so what russell wilson i don't think he's as much of an athlete well even regardless he just isn't that leveled of special not as special with the arm no no he has some special throws don't get me wrong but i think i think what kind of hurts him in that regard or what makes him well there's a couple things i guess that make uh mahomes mahomes and wilson wilson but his size too. It's probably a little easier for Mahomes to do the things he can yeah. do at his height. And it makes him a little more special how big he is and how athletic he is. He's not huge, but I mean he's like six two, six three ish or something like that. And Wilson's like five yeah. ten, maybe. So the the size of him does does kind of limit him a little bit. But Wilson just hasn't ever seemed to have been able to carry the whole team on his back in recent years for more than eight or nine games. And I don't know how he could. Like it's just it's just so hard. Like, that's that's the trend I see too. He he's putting up amazing stats that first four to eight weeks, and then all of a sudden, you know, it's it's Russ is cooking, 
but you know, the flames got to go out eventually. Yeah. And then he, he burns and he's burnt out the rest of the season and for the playoffs. That's how I see it every year, you know, yeah. throwing 400 yards, five touchdowns and carrying the team, the whole weight of the team on his back just to give out, you know, before the halfway mark, even before the right. season. I remember watching some of those games too, especially the one against the Patriots early on in the year last year, where it was also like just to win the game, he had to be perfect. Every throw had yep. to be pinpoint. And it's like, that's not a, lot, not a lot of quarterbacks have that on their shoulders where every single throw has to be perfect or you're going to lose. Yeah. Like that's absurd. Like Tom Brady might be the goat or is the goat, but how many times last year he didn't make perfect, didn't have to make a perfect throw every single time. Like that wasn't on his shoulders. He didn't have to make a perfect throw every time. And that has nothing, there's nothing against him. I'm just saying there's situation for team to team. Like, Buccaneers much better team built front, you know, top to bottom. So yeah, you throw 40 passes, you expect, you know, to make 10 perfect ones and make like another 10 to 15, you know, Man. connections. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Russ is having to make, you know, 20 perfect throws out of those 40. And you and can't, you can't, can't yeah. sustain that the whole season. No, it's, it's just too much. All right. Uh, I only got a couple of the quarterbacks I want to talk about. We don't even have to really talk about their MVP chances. We just talk about them in general. I do want to talk about Josh Allen. Uh, he had a monster year last year. It seemed like I see that smirk on your face. So I don't think you're high on Josh. Allen. I'm just, I'm not high on Josh Allen. Why not? He's good. And he's got a big arm to make those big throws. Yeah. But to be like the MVP and to really be that guy, I just don't think he has it. But no. he, he's he got these weird intangibles, though. Like, we've seen him running. Like, that wasn't expected of him to be such a good runner as he is. He's, like, 6'5 or 6'4. And, like, I've seen him when he played the Vikings. He hurdled that linebacker. I've seen him truck players, you know. You see the uh, – was it Joey or Nick Bosa? I think it was Nick, it was Nick Bosa. No, it was Joey Bosa uh, after he like sacked him in a game last year or like he hit him, hit him too low or something. He's like, where the hell am I supposed to hit him? Because they threw a flag on him or something like that. And you like, know, I think I have hit. seen that. It was yeah. like, he just, it's a brick wall. Like, how am I supposed he's, to hit him? It was like, he's, his size is similar almost to Cam Newton. I don't yeah. think he's as strong or as fast as Cam. No, probably but not. He's, but he's a big body that can move still. Yeah. And, sure. and, his, and his other weird trait is that he is good throwing the deep ball mm -hmm. and you know you don't throw a whole lot of them but with his skill he's able to throw a couple more than the average and he completes more than the average quarterback so that running ability and the deep passing makes up for you know where I think he lacks especially on the short to mid game passing yeah. but 4,000 yards I think he can hit that again I just don't think he'll he'll be enough ever have enough to get MVP. You know what I really think I'm hearing? I think I'm hearing division bias. I think you just hate him because he's on the Bills, and the Bills had to win their win the division last year and make the Patriots seem all foolish. That's what I'm hearing. Now, the Bills do have a good defense, Nate. Yeah. And they had a good run game, so uh -huh. it's not all Josh Allen in Buffalo. Oh, it's not? Okay, okay, I got gotcha. you. He's got a good supporting cast all around. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just hear hate, hate, hate. Yeah, I mean, you you may hear that for the Bills, Jets, and Dolphins. Oh yeah. I, I try to I try not to be biased. Okay. As long as you're trying, all right. Moving Just on to the bit. next quarterback here. I I'm only r- talking about him because well, no, it's worth talking about. Dak Prescott. And the reason I was hesitating is because it seems like we haven't seen a lot of him. I haven't seen a complete year of Dak Prescott in a while now. And it's just, I don't know. I mean, it, it's always the, the, it depends on if he's healthy. Like, can he be that type of quarterback? And we were talking about this before the show, actually. Uh, I always wondered, so in basketball, it, it's always talked about. You don't hear about it as much in football, like being the discussion for MVP. But I do genuinely feel like your numbers matter, but your numbers have to be backed up by success. The Cowboys win seven games and Dak Prescott throws for 7,000 yards. A, that's not going to happen, but I'm just saying. But B, like, say had some crazy numbers. I think it really doesn't matter as much unless their team is winning because of it. That's what an MVP is. You're valuable and you're valuable to the team and you make them win. And so that results in wins. If he had 10 wins and he threw for 5,000 yards, which I think Prescott's totally capable of doing, it's just has to finish the year. If he finished, if he Last year, he was, he was on pace for crazy stats last year, and it took a couple games for the next quarterbacks to still catch up with him missing. It was like three or four games it took yeah. for the next guy to catch up. And so I know you're you're probably a little higher on him than I am. I'm just I've just been fed up with the Cowboys in the last few years, but I do think that if he had a full season, we'd see some serious uh, MVP type play. I could see that happening. I feel like you probably share a similar viewpoint, even a higher viewpoint of him than I do. Yeah, he's got the weapons around him. I don't think they really have a tight end, but I mean, Amari Cooper, uh, CD Lamb, CD Lamb, and then there's one other that I can't think of. But he was drafted the year before CD Lamb, and all three of them are great receivers. So he's got the weapons around him. The O line's not too bad. He gets time. Yeah. Good, good running back and Zeke. He's got the weapons there around him to succeed, and he was succeeding last year. So if, hopefully, he's able to pick right up where he left off. Cowboy fans could hope, right? Yeah, yeah they hope. Mama had like, right for like the past decade. Yeah, for the past decade, they've had good teams and can't do anything with them. Yeah, that's that's really where I'm at. See, I've always been been a lions fan so i've always had a bad team and we can't win with them then i see a team like the cowboys who have a good team and just can't win it's like what are you doing yeah win the damn game it's like come on i don't want to hear De- him complaining Des bryant made that catch name yeah that's cool good for him dallas should have won that was their year you know what i'm still complaining about i'm still complaining about the eric ebron uh pass interference call uh, that was miss when the Lions played the Cowboys a few like five or six years ago. And yep, they didn't make the they didn't win the game because of that bull crap. Yeah. I, nice I recall that. Yeah. Guy didn't turn around. They got hose. Lions got hose. I think if I remember right, those refs were hanging out in the party limousine after the game. Wouldn't doubt it. Sounds about right. 
probably being handed Benjamins, you know? True story. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The Dak this year is looking good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So going on, we're going to talk about our last two quarter. Well, last three quarterbacks here. We won't, and they won't be spending equal time on each of them. And so I do want to talk about uh, Justin Herbert with you. So I think this is more his MVP chances rise. If you factor in the draft for, uh, for instance, say he gets a guy like Jalen Waddle, he gets another weapon. Then what, how does that affect you think his chances of winning the MVP this upcoming season? Cause there's a lot, there's well, a couple of mock drafts giving uh, having Waddle fall as late as I think the Chargers are drafting 13 or 14 to them. So if he went there, I think that would definitely increase his chances just because he needs has another weapon to throw to. His line could be better, but I mean, it's not the worst in the NFL, right? <laughs> not the worst, but it's it's definitely bottom tier. <laughs> yeah. If they drafted Waddle, who was you know Alabama's number one receiver before he went down. He'd, he'd be only like the wide receiver two or three. So you'd be getting possibly a, you know, number one receiver later in, you know, the double digit pick to add to Keenan Allen, who is a bona fide number one receiver. Yeah. And to Mike Williams, who they drafted seventh overall, I think four years ago now. So the, the weapons around him would be great. I don't know what they're doing at tight end since they lost Hunter Henry. Yeah. But uh, I think with three good receivers making up for, you know, the loss of the tight end, I don't see why he shouldn't throw for another 4,000 yards. Right. Yeah. 30 touchdowns. We might see some more running out of him too. He had a pretty good, I don't know his exact numbers, but he had some pretty surprising rushing numbers last year. At least once he got to the end zone, he was hard. Once he got near the red zone, he was hard to stop. He had some sneaky runs. I believe that he's a, he's another bigger size guy. I think he's like six five or something like that. He's just an athlete, like one of those kind of like categories of guy. He's just an athlete. Like doesn't have to be super fast. He's not even that strong. He's just an athlete, and it's like they come in all shapes and sizes, you know. So uh, now, one thing I do fear though is that for the Chargers, that if they don't draft correctly, and or wait, if they don't handle their team uh, delicately in the next few years, they could turn on into the Cleveland Browns of a couple of years ago when they had all these receivers and all this talent, but they didn't have an offensive line and they didn't win anything. Everyone's like, what the hell did you do? Like, they're like, Oh yeah, we forgot. We need offensive linemen. Cool. I think that's kind of been the case for the past three or four years. Honestly, when they well, had, they had, they had a top five defense and you know, they had, they, they've been facing injuries for quite a few years in a row. Right. But like on paper before the season, like they've had the roster on paper looking like deep playoff contenders and every, it just has not panned out that way for them. No. Well, I was going to say that in the future, because I think that their Phillip rivers time, I think, I think they were holding on to Phillip rivers a little longer than they needed to. So I was kind of only counting it as uh post Joe Burrow or with Joe Burrow. Or Justin Herbert, sorry, wrong quarterback. Justin Herbert on that was the the point, the timestamp I was talking about. But and they, they were lucky to lose Philip Rivers and like not have a cap hit, and yeah. then have that sixth pick and get Justin Herbert, who you know 
I thought it was going to be crazy drafting him as high as they did. Yeah. But it's it's painted out for him, so. The guy, I wish the Lions were drafted. You know, and, and there was that unusual injury to Tyrod Taylor last year. He wasn't yeah. even supposed to start the season. You call him conspiracy? Yeah, I, I, I certainly – said, uh, hey, hey. It's basically how it went. Not supposed to get it. Whatever Forced happened. collapse lung. Yeah, it's not supposed to happen. But it happened. Doesn't doesn't usually happen. It happened for Tyrod though. <laughs> Very mysterious, right? Very mysterious. All right, I got three more quarterbacks to run through with you. Uh, actually, did we already bring up Tom Brady? We kind of skipped over him. You want to talk about your favorite quarterback in the world and if you think he's going to win MVP this year? I'm going to take it back to last offseason to start the story. Yeah. I was swearing up and down all summer as soon as Tom Brady was signed with the Buccaneers that, for one, he was going to throw for – I'm pretty sure I was saying 5,000-plus yards and 50-plus touchdowns. Did that happen? And it, it did not. But two, though, was that he was going to win a Super Bowl. (laughs) And I swore that as soon as he signed with the Buccaneers. And I, for some reason, like an idiot, didn't bet any money on it like I told everyone I was. Nope, nope, nope. So really shot myself in the foot there on that one. But I am right back on the Tom Brady train this year. Yeah. I think now that he's had a year in the system and with those receivers, I think this is the year he gets those 5,000 yards and 50 touchdowns. I'm hoping they bring back Antonio Brown because that will, like, guarantee it. You think his 43-year-old arm won't fall off throwing no. that many passes, that many touchdowns? No. No? Not, not, with his, not with his training, you know, elasticity. Yeah. Yeah. Have you, have you read his book? Oh, no. Me? Oh, no. it's it's quite a read, Nate. I think you should. I of think course, you, buy you read it. the Tom Brady book. Oh yeah, pliability, Nate, is key to a healthy, mobile life. Okay. A little advertising there for TB12's book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So five thousand yards, fifty touchdowns, and they're going back to the Super Bowl. Yeah. So they winning it. They absolutely, absolutely. So you're gonna go with without the a doubt chance. in my mind. Not happened very often, back especially back in chance. recent years. All 22 starters are back, and they still got the draft. Like, they're just drafting players now as, like, special that. weapons. They're not drafting for any needs. Maybe an offensive lineman, but whew. it's going to be a fun year for Tom Brady. Stupid Buccaneers. And uh, we talked about this briefly before the show, but Edelman, Tom Brady reunion in Tampa Bay, getting the gang back together. Wish he was thinking. he was released technically due to a failed physical, so he has the option to. He's a it's free a conspiracy. Agent. He just pretended to fail the physical, or he purposely failed the physical. Honestly, exactly maybe. what happened. Maybe they won't bring back Antonio Brown, and instead they'll bring Edelman. I would love to see it. I think it'd be a, hilarious. Yeah, I'm sure you would. Especially if they win. Yeah, uh-huh. At that point, it's just like Tom Brady waving a wand and being like, Super Bowl win. Was I? 
I hate you. <laughs> okay, so. Uh, all right, going on to the last. Uh, well, yeah, we'll talk about these two. This is going to be our last two quarterbacks we're going to talk about. There are other guys worth mentioning, but. Well, you know what? I'm not, let's, let's quickly touch on them. Okay, so Aaron Rodgers. I'm just going to tell you right now. I don't, I don't think he's going back-to-back MVPs. Not at this stage of his career. I do think he's got stuff left in the tank. Don't don't get me wrong. I'm just saying he proved that last year he had stuff in the tank. But I just think there's too many guys ready to take the uh the torch, the MVP torch, that I don't think he's gonna win it again. That's just my I don't really have a lot of statistical evidence to back it up. I just don't think he's gonna win it again. That's really all I gotta say about it. And I don't know. How do you feel about that? I got the biggest smile. I disagree completely with you, Nate. I think he's going to be right back in the MVP running. Yeah. And I don't see why there is a reason he shouldn't be able to win another MVP. Now, now that the Packers have drafted his replacement in three years, they can finally draft some offensive weapons, hopefully in the first round. They could. And he should have an even better season next year. Yeah. 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 You see, the reason I think he's not going to win an MVP, though, is because of this quarterback right here. I think Mahomes is going to have a comeback year. And I know comeback year, I'm just saying he he had a bit of a doubt. It's kind of like Lamar after his MVP season. His year was a little less astonishing. I mean, the eye test-wise it wasn't, but like numbers-wise it was. And so I think Mahomes is going to get right back up there to being the number one quarterback again in terms of statistical output. Uh, And so... I got Mahomes winning it, honestly. Like, but that's not fun to bet. So that's why I didn't bring it up earlier. It's not fun to bet the the clear cut favorite. Vegas betting odds has him as the like the clear cut favorite. So I I would well, I wouldn't put money on him because it's like who cares? It's just it's an easy bet at that point. Well, that's not an easy bet because there's not a lot to win. So it's not that not much fun, you know. But I did mention uh Lamar Jackson. Uh I'm going to ask you right here. Who do you think is more likely to win MVP, Mahomes or Lamar Jackson at this point? So Current state you, of the team. You were talking about Mahomes' stats last year. Yeah. And, you know, it, it did seem like he had a down year. Yeah, it didn't. But when I looked up his stats, do you know how many yards and touchdowns oh, wait, he threw wait, wait, for? Wait, wait, wait. Let me clarify. I didn't mean he had a down year. I mean, by comparison, a less impressive year than before from him. 4,700 yards and 38 touchdowns. The touchdown is really where I'm pointing to. He threw for 50 12 less now. than 50. It's worth mentioning. And so if you look at his stats from this year, 4,700 yards, 38 touchdowns, six interceptions. That's his crazy. MVP yeah. season, he threw for just under 5,100 yards. 50 touchdowns and 12 interceptions. You take, I think he had a pretty, and you know, he gets that big first season, 5,000 yards, 50 touchdowns. And of course now his bar is set super high. Right. Right. So like guys like Rogers last year, who I'm pretty sure didn't throw for as many yards and was just around the same amount as touchdowns. I think he had over 40, a couple more. I think he had over 40 touchdowns. I think, yeah, would be, I think Rodgers had 42 difference. to be exact. But so now he's fighting against himself to win MVP. Last year, 
His team went to the playoffs again. He probably should have been MVP. Yeah? You think so? Yeah. Well, I, okay. I think so. Let me just put it this way, though. I think uh, – what was I going to say? No, no, my whole point was that I think Mahomes is going to return to that first big season type numbers. That's what my whole point was. I expect that out of him this year. Or I expect to see that. I'm, I think I'm going to see that. That's what I think we're going to see. You don't so, expect to see him running around the whole season like a chicken with its head cut off? I don't want to see it. Let's just put it that way. I'm just gonna not I'm just gonna look the other way if I see that. I'm expecting to see the Super Bowl times 17. You know, not every team has since a there's pass 17 rush. games this year. Not every team has a pass rush like the Bucks, though. You gotta remember that. That. Th- that is true. That is true. But you kind of have to have an elite pass blocking team to be able to stop the Buccaneers pass rush. Yeah, and but they do have one of the harder schedules of the season. Yeah, yeah. As well, so you could factor that into. I think he's got another, you know, big wall, big mountain to climb this year to try to improve on his legacy by winning an MVP or another Super Bowl. I don't think you're wrong. So now Lamar Jackson, the Ravens just still haven't gave him any weapons to play with. I think I think he'll be in the MVP conversation if he throws for 3,000 yards, 30 touchdowns, to go with 1,000 yards rushing and, you know, five or ten touchdowns. So, like, that will save him and probably keep Lamar an MVP conversation. But I don't see him winning it with these other – quarterbacks throwing for as many yards and touchdowns as they are yeah i don't see it either i've kind of been a lamar jackson hater in the past though so i I like to keep my tongue uh quiet here because i don't want to be called a hater i just think i'm the opposite yeah Lamar jackson fan over here well i've just always stood by the logic that if you make him pass the ball 40 times you can't win the game or 40 to 50 times you can't win the game Maybe that's because of his weapons or it's because of his arm. I just, you know what I mean? It's just, yeah. doesn't seem to win the game when you have to make him have to pass the ball a ton. He can't run and beat you with his legs. So, or their run game doesn't work. I won't have Super Bowl expectations until they give him some more. I was really hoping for Kenny Galladay, but, you know, I guess now we'll see what they do in the draft. Fair enough. Yeah. Fingers crossed, I guess, for them. All right, that's it for the NND podcast. Uh, thanks for listening to this episode, and we will be releasing another one next week about the mock draft. A new mock draft because the upcoming NFL draft is happening on the 29th. So, woo-woo. Woo-woo. good show today. <laughs>